0: Welcome to Convos with Pros. I am Beth Ann Erickson, and I have someone so awesome with me today. His name is, uh, I, I just called you Artie Anderson. Isn't that weird? We've been a correspondent. This is Mark L. Redman. Um, go ahead and introduce yourself. We, we're having a strange internet connection. Um, there are pauses. Feel free.
1: Or just endure. Yes. Hi Beth, I I am Mark L. Redmond, Um, I'm a middle grade author, Um, I'm the father of the Artie Anderson series. Yeah, and I was
0: reading too much about that today, that's why, I mean we we were talking before I started recording and soon as I hit record you were suddenly Artie Anderson. Yeah, we're, we're having a few delays in our feed, so hopefully it'll be fine. Otherwise, we'll, we'll figure it out. Um,
1: tell me why you write. Well, I was reminded recently that a lot of times we write because we can't not write. Um, I have wanted to be... I guess I started writing in elementary school, and I always wanted to be... A writer. When I got to high school, I wanted to be an English teacher during the school year, and not realizing that teachers had to work during the summer, I was going to be a writer during the summer, but then reality got the way. I taught high school English for 28 years, but uh, I was working uh, yard work and construction and everything else during the summer instead of just being a writer. But I write because I love to write. That's
0: really that's really all it comes down to, isn't it? I worked with a um, songwriter way back when, and he called it a curse almost <clears throat> because when you don't do it, you're just like going crazy. And it's <laughs> such a difficult profession, though. Sometimes, isn't it kind of infuriating? And you, you know, get this beautiful, beautiful, perfect piece of prose out there, and then the minute you hit send or whatever, mm-hmm. you find a typo and no <clears throat> oh boy, it's quite a deal. Uh, tell me about where you get your ideas.
1: Where Where do I get my ideas? Um, basically uh, out of my head. I, I have studied uh, for hours and hours and hours the Old West and the the history uh, of that period in American history. I I grew up watching Saturday morning uh, black and white. TV westerns, and I fell in love with the Old West and then found out that none of that really existed. Uh, these were stories coming out of Hollywood, not out of history. So when I got older, I started studying um, American history, particularly the, the Old West, and I made a lot of trips uh, out west to, to do research as well. Um, and a lot of my ideas come out of things that I see or here, and then the rest of them just come out of my head. Very cool. <clears throat> What's your writing schedule like? Well, I went through probably the last seven or eight years. Um, I've done very little with writing. Um, I lost my first life in 2005, and... For a couple of years, I didn't do anything with writing. Then I, I remarried in 2007, and um, I finished the last Artie book, um, Artie's Tough Trail, and I put together a, a book um, of short stories called Five for the Trail. Those are more for grown-ups. Uh, they're also Westerns. But after that, I because we're my, – my daytime job, my real – Real life job is working at a large Yogi Bear's Jellystone Park in Fremont, Indiana. Oh my! Once we hit, once we hit Father's Day, we have three thousand people in the park every day, and uh, close to five thousand on the weekends. And my wife and I have been responsible for the store and the restaurant in the park, and uh, we, as a result, we work ten to fourteen hour days. So that kind of, the older I get, the the harder it is to have much left at the end of the day. Um, But recently, I had the opportunity um, in the off-season to get back into writing again, and I'm in the middle right now of a, um, in fact, I'm almost done writing my first draft for my first picture book. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm working my way through a course by, um, John Bard and, and his wife, Laura, uh, they run uh, Children's Book Insider, and um, they have a whole series of blueprints for writing. So I'm, I wanted to try something different. So I'm working my way through um, not only the first book that I'll have written that is my western, but uh, also the, the, a book for the, a younger crowd than I'm used to writing for. But lately I've been able to write pretty much uh, Monday through Friday almost all day, so I am terribly spoiled, and when we go back to a regular write, uh, regular work schedule, I'm just going to start getting up at 5 o'clock again um, the way I used to when I was young, and uh, that way I'll have time to work on writing every day. Excellent.
0: Um, you mentioned, <clears throat> you know, working with a, you know, creating a children's book um, I noticed you also have illustrators as collaborators what's it like working with a collaborator or collaborating with you know people to <laughs> I hope you understand my question because um, I
1: don't really, really I, I'm, I'm just working with illustrators I've never worked with a, a collaborator but uh, um, Amazon listed Uh, somebody as a it looked like a collaborator on the last book but he's really my illustrator it is is, uh, we'll say this the lady who did uh, four of the books in the Artie series uh, is a a good friend and a a very good artist but she didn't really understand cowboy life and neither did the, the gentleman who did the first book. He's somebody I never met, but it okay. is a little frustrating when, when the illustrations aren't accurate.
0: Uh, you mean you have illustrations in the book block, or you're talking
1: the book cover? Uh, in, there are some illustrations in the books, throughout okay. the, the book, as well as on the cover, um, and they aren't always what I would like them to be.
0: So how do, you, how do you deal with that? Because that's the same thing has happened to me too. And you just, I think that's the problem of working with people that are friends and that you like. You, sometimes you wind up
1: thinking, ooh, shoot. That's exactly how I dealt with it. I kept quiet about it and thought to myself, oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad to know I'm not the only one.
0: Do you have any advice for new writers?
1: writing in your field? Um, yes, I, I do. I would say before you write, and you know this, uh, read. Read in your genre. Uh, get all the information you can. I had a gentleman one time when I was doing a, I had a book table at a craft fair and he was talking to me about my books and I told him that even though they're fiction, they're historically accurate. And he his response was, you're writing for kids. They don't have the books don't have to be accurate. And I completely disagree with that. You have to know what you're talking about.
0: You really do. So many people don't. Oh, um, tell me about this beautiful picture on your website. It's uh marklredman.com, correct?
1: Yes, ma'am. Tell
0: me about the picture. Which picture? It's gorgeous. I
1: you talking about. I
0: will be so sad if that's a stock image. Um, the the uh right on your front page. It's a uh, like this desert scene or something. Oh, the
1: the one that that's monumentally It's just, I, it's just a landscape.
0: Yes, yes, that one. MarkLRedmond.com yeah. is pretty I awesome. I hate to tell you. No.
1: That, that's only that's the only picture on the whole website that's a stock photo. Have you actually seen that though?
0: That that view. Oh yes, I've been there. It's a little bit different from Minnesota.
1: It's a little bit different from Indiana too.
0: <laughs> it's beautiful though. It goes really well with your um with your series. Your series is very pretty. You have a. Uh, it's a. Uh, um, what is, uh, how, how, how do you find readers? What's your favorite way to find readers?
1: Well, I have done some school visits and, uh, I've done some, some craft fairs and stuff. I, uh, the biggest one I ever did, um, I went to, uh, Southern Indiana. Uh, there was, a um, like a county fair uh, kind of thing going on. And I spoke to a thousand fourth graders in one day in groups of uh, probably uh, 45 or 50 at a time. Wow. How do you keep their attention? You have to be animated. Um, And I always, anytime I have a book table at a school or at a Uh, book signing or anything like that, I always have a table full of badges, and I I used to have a freeze-dried rattlesnake that I kept on the table, and a couple of scorpions, and um, I can't have a tarantula because it creeps my wife out too much, but I have uh, some non-firing replica guns that I keep on the table, That things that kids can handle. Uh, I have different kinds of cowboy hats and all kinds of things that I can use to to hold their attention. Very cool.
0: Um, tell me about your blog. I struggle with blogging, ask everybody because blogging, (laughs) oi.
1: Blogging is very difficult for me too, I don't, I don't write on that blog nearly as often as I should, um, because I forget about it. I get busy with, with writing and uh, with marketing and working and doing other things, and then I think, oh, it's been two months since I wrote anything on my blog. goes fast, doesn't it? It's also hard, to, yes, it's also hard to get motivated if nobody leaves any feedback, because you look at it and you think, what if nobody's reading this then maybe I'm wasting my time. But I still keep writing anyway.
0: I think that's why, you know, that's what writers do, though. You know, like you said earlier, you write because it's who you are more than it's what you do, and you just can't really help it.
1: Yeah.
0: What's your, um, where can readers find you? Best place for them to find your
1: books? Best, best place is my, is my website. It's www.marklredman.com. Um, I also have a Facebook page. That's Mark L. Redmond. Uh, that's my that's my writing page. Um, you can order from the publisher. I, I my publisher for the series was a Christian publisher, very small conservative um, publisher in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. It's Sword of the Lord, and you can buy them there too. Um, but It's it's easier to get them from me. Cool. Do you autograph them then? Or
0: I'm sorry, what? Do you autograph them if they buy them direct from you?
1: Oh. Oh cool. Oh yes. And that's that I'm still I'm still not really used to why understanding why somebody would want my autograph. Uh, you know that's hard to that was hard to, to get used to especially when i first started oh but they're good i- re- i read your reviews
0: you have good reviews very good uh is there anything you'd like to add before we finish up here i i just i think you're i i love your series they're um they 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 just they look so awesome very
1: very cool. Thank you. Um, I, w- I would say if you're, if you're going to be a writer, you have to have thick skin because sometimes people say things when you're trying to get something published, things that might hurt your feelings if you're not thick-skinned, and you have to be patient. I finished the first Artie book in 1988. And I used Artie, I modeled Artie after my 11-year-old son, Ben. And the first copies that I got of the book, Ben handed to me at, when I was sitting at my desk in my classroom. He was our youth pastor at our church. He was 22 years old. It took me 11 years from the time I finished the book to the time I had the first copy of it in my hands. It's not easy to when you publish traditionally. To, to find a publisher so you have to be patient
0: perfect advice and a perfect note to end our conversation I am with Mark L. Redmond from MarkLRedmond.com he has written the Artie oh uh, the Artie Anderson series is that correct? date Nebbit? I, I oh I have Artie Anderson I have the memory of a sieve sometimes that's correct I want to thank you for your time and thank you for your wonderful advice. And I hope you have a fabulous day. Thank you.